Hey, it's Pat Flynn, and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Ilunga. This is episode number 14, and today we talk about how to build a passive income system the smart way. Here we go. Welcome to The 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Yanni Lunga here with the 14th episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. I hope you're having a great week and I hope you're ready for this episode. And for me, it's kind of a special episode because today we are joined by one of my favorite entrepreneurs and online marketers, as well as bloggers and podcasters, because he really does it all. And if I'm doing what I'm doing, it's also because of him and what he does. Before I tell you more about today's guest, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by audible.com. Go over to audibletrial.com slash 360entrepreneur and get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial of Audible so that you can pick books from their catalog that includes well over 150,000 titles that you can download and listen on your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. Once again, that's at audibletrial.com slash 360entrepreneur. Okay, so today we talk about how to build a passive income system the smart way. And when talking about passive income, Pat Flynn is the number one passive income expert. He blogs over at smartpassiveincome.com. He has several podcasts, the Smart Passive Income podcast, Ask Pat, One Day BB, alongside with Chris Ducker. And we're going to hear more about all the great things he does in this episode. you find the links to everything Pat and I cover in this episode, and there's going to be quite many golden nuggets, so you really should check the show notes out at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 14. That's 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 14. Here is how to build a passive income system the smart way with Pat Flynn. Hey everybody, I'm super, super, super excited about this episode and I have to warn you, this is going to be filled with value and plenty of fun. So if you're doing other stuff, sit down, relax and get ready for a great episode of the 360 Entrepreneur. Today we talk about how to create a passive income system and when we talk about passive income, I went and reached out to the number one passive income expert out there. I don't even know where to start to introduce him from because he he is so many things. He's an entrepreneur, he's a blogger, he's a podcaster, he's an author, and he's recently become also a football coach. So, uh, sorry, a soccer coach. So we're going to hear more about that in a second. It's with great pleasure that I welcome on the show, Pat Flynn. Hey, Pat, how's it going? Hey, Jan, what's up? Thank you for having me. And and I, I would say football too, but the rest of America wouldn't agree with me. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know that, so i said football because obviously from europe and then right. i was like oh yeah sorry sorry <laughs> no so, no so football slash soccer and pat before we start with the content i have to ask you how are your feelings as a coach 
Oh my gosh, it's so fun because I'm I'm not only just coaching five year old boys, I'm coaching my own son on the team too. So to see him enjoy a sport that I remember enjoying at his age, uh, it's just it's just such a blessing and to be there to not only watch it but to be there to influence him and have him uh, love the game through the games that I, that we play during practice. It's it's just amazing. We had our first game last week actually, and we even though we're not supposed to keep score at this age, you know, I was keeping score and. Uh, <laughs> We, we won four to one, so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, great! So, so and, and I'm sure that the strategies of the coach worked very well. Oh, it was all me. No, not at all. It was it was it was just a lot of a lot of fun, good times. You know, orange slices during halftime and juice boxes at the end. That just brings me back to when I was a kid too. Awesome. And and Pat, I have to share something personal with you because of all the great things you do, all the amazing content you put out there, there is something in particular that is not really related to the smart passive income per se that you published uh, a couple of months ago. I'm not sure if it was in, in November. And you shared this video of your son, Keone, that he was running, was it the Avengers race at, yeah. at Disneyland? That I think he was getting to the finish line. And you know, that video, Pat, really touched me. I was, look, this is a proud dad cheering for his kid <laughs> and the kid really, really motivated. And it was so nice, Pat, really. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I'm always trying to just make sure my son has a good time and has all the opportunities in the world that he that uh, he wants to have. So, uh, you know, that race was really cool. And that was a that was a 200 meter race. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't very far, but he, he was definitely enjoying it. My wife ran alongside him. And then the next day, my wife and I both ran the half marathon. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And speaking of half marathon, we were talking before the call. I know you just ran the San Diego half marathon. Mm-hmm. And how did it go, Pat? It went very well. I trained really hard for this one because the ones before that, I didn't uh, PR, I, or I didn't get a personal record, and I was feeling very sore afterwards. So this time I really took it seriously, and I actually broke my personal record by four and a half minutes. So I finished in one hour, 54 minutes, and eight seconds, which was just a, such a great accomplishment for me. And it felt really, really good. And and uh, the cool thing was the next day I was up and you know running again, and I felt just perfectly fine. I wasn't sore or anything like that like I normally was. So it went very, very well. <laughs> awesome. And I know that... 2015 is going to be a big year for you also on the sport and well-being side because I remember that you talked about possibly running a, a I think, was it a, a triathlon? Uh, a triathlon. It is already scheduled and in the books for September of this year. And I'm already training in the water and on the road bike and doing a lot to improve my fitness. But that has also helped me in so many ways just with keeping my energy, keeping my focus, becoming more creative and just being more present and awake. Uh, it's just had, you know, fitness and health and all that stuff has had a huge effect on other aspects of my life. That's awesome. And you know, Pat, I think that some of the listeners may be wondering why I started this conversation with you by talking about, you know, about your family, about your you coaching, about Keone running. And there is a reason for, for that, is that I, I know that the motivation for you starting Smart Passive Income and, and trying to build a business around a, a passive income system was to have more time with your family. And I think that it's something that I'm sure touched a lot of people because you're not only like really laid back and spontaneous in what you do, but also the goals you have are so, I don't know, are just so so great that people can't like you, Pat. I mean, people have to like you for what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that. I mean, I I just 
you know, there, there's a lot of things that are important to me in life. And the most important thing to me is, is family and spending time with them. And I know the kids are just growing up so fast. So, you know, I want to build businesses and create passive income in a way that works for me instead of me working for something and kind of leaving all those important things behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pat, let's dive a bit into your story. Obviously, you talk about that in depth in your book, Let Go. And and guys, in case you haven't heard of Pat's book before, you're going to find the link to Let Go as well as everything else Pat and I talk about in this episode in the show notes. And Pat, I, I obviously read Let Go. And by listening to your podcast, Smart Passive Income, reading your blog, you know, I really feel like I know you and mm-hmm. I, I would always, almost be there to to tell your story, but there is nobody that can tell your story better. So can you tell us more about your life briefly before Smart Passive Income and why you decided to launch smartpassiveincome.com? Yeah, well, I went to college to get a degree in architecture. And in 2005, I graduated and I got a really great job in the world of architecture. It's pretty much my dream job, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was doing everything I could to climb the corporate ladder. And I was doing a great job. I became the youngest person to get promoted to job captain. I was doing a lot of amazing projects that people at my age weren't really doing quite yet. And uh, I was ready to bec- become an architect for the rest of my life. And I had Im- imagined that by the time I was 50 or 60, I ha- I'd have my own firm and then I retire and I'd just be w- this well-known architect. I was just re- ready to dedicate my whole life to it until, uh, you know, early 2008 or mid 2008, I was called in my boss's office and I was told that I was going to be let go in a couple months because just the economy here in the U.S. was tanking and there was nobody building buildings. So nobody needed to design any buildings. So they were letting go people left and right. And uh, that was really crushing to me because I didn't really have a plan B. And I thought I had done everything right up to that point. You know, I had I had done everything more than what was asked of me to make sure that this was going to be the rest of my life. And here I was getting kicked out of it. And it was, it was a crushing blow. And I'm very lucky to have had the support of my fiance at the time who really believed in me and also my family. And I actually moved back in with my parents to save money. And my wife, uh, then my fiance, moved back with her parents to save uh, money. And, and we were, you know, I was still going into work every day just for a couple more months until that last day. And it was really interesting because I, I had to take the train from San Diego to Irvine, California, which was about an hour and a half. And so for the first part of, of this journey, I would usually listen to music, but then I'd get bored of it and then I'd start listening to podcasts. And there's this one podcast I listened to called Internet Business Mastery, where these guys were just talking about how people were just doing amazing things, building their own businesses and creating their own life th- lifestyles on the internet using internet business. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting, but I have no idea like how this could work for me because you know, I trained as an architect my whole life. <laughs> and then I heard this episode where this guy was making six figures a year, teaching people how to pass the project management exam. And then I was like, whoa, I took an exam when I was an architect or uh, when, I was, when I still had my job and it was secure. I, I had taken an exam that was extremely difficult. And actually to help me pass this exam, I created a website to just simply keep track of my notes and be able to access them from wherever I was and then share them with a couple of my coworkers. Never had any intention of turning this into a business. After I passed that exam, that site just sat there. I had no more use for it. Mm -hmm. But when I heard this episode, I went back to that site to see if I could maybe, maybe just turn this into some type of business or help other people pass this exam. And then the next day after I installed a tool on that site to help me keep track of traffic that I you know, was going to eventually figure out how to get, I, th- I saw that thousands of people, five, <laughs> 6,000 people a day were already visiting my site that I had created just as for fun, just kind of helped me study before. 
thousands of people visiting it every single day. And I had no idea how they found it. But eventually I found out it was because I had just put so much content onto that site for over a year to help myself pass its exam that Google started to rank it really high for specific keywords. People started to find it and then talk about it and share it and link to it and put it on forums. And it just became this sort of underground place where people could study for this exam. And then nobody really knew who was behind it. And it was me. And then it was at that point I decided to put my face on the site and say, hey, guys, my name's Pat. I took mm -hmm. this exam. Like, how can I help you? And then people started asking questions that I actually knew the answer to. And then just really quickly, I, I sort of became an expert in this space. Even though I didn't really consider myself an expert, I didn't get 100% on the exam. I still needed to look up answers to questions. They considered me the expert because I was the one posting about it and helping them out. And I was somebody who was just a little bit ahead of where they were in this journey. And then eventually what happened was in October of 2008, I published an ebook just a simple electronic ebook that was a study guide made up mostly of the content that was already on the site. And I sold that for $19.99. Uh, and then that first month in October, I had made $7,908.55 from selling that. And it was just completely, completely life-changing for me in so <laughs> many ways. I mean, yes, the money was incredible. I'd never seen that kind of money before. Uh, that was like three more times money than I was making in a month as an architect at that time. Um, but more than that, it just opened, opened up my whole world to this idea of, you know, creating an online business in a way that you are actually helping people out and providing value and doing it in an honest way. Because my whole notion of internet business before this was like, oh, watch out, they're just trying to take your money, you know, scam alert, mm -hmm. scam alert, that whole thing. And here I was in it. And not only was I helping people pass this exam and people were paying for this product and, and you know, I was getting these incredible emails back to my <laughs> customers after they passed the exam saying like I was the reason why they passed and they were just thanking me so much and the most incredible part of this was I did a survey to all those people who purchased my book in that first month there was about 300 people and I asked them why did you buy this book simply just I was curious and over 20% of the people who responded said they bought it even though they didn't need it anymore they passed the exam a long time ago but they bought it because they finally had a chance to pay me back for the free information I gave them on my site. And I was like, whoa. And that was what, 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 what just really became my whole idea of just the way business should be done in the way that you just got to provide as much value as you can. When you help people out and you change their lives, they will want to pay you back. Mm -hmm. Maybe not right away, maybe not directly with money, but they're going to share you. They're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that they feel like it's even after you've helped them, helped them out. It's just, it's the law of reciprocity. And then that's when I started smartpassiveincome.com back in October of 2008, at the end of that month, because I just needed to share this with everybody because there was nobody talking about just the honest, transparent, authentic way of doing business. And uh, there were a lot of people out there who I felt could really benefit from understanding that the internet is a great tool that we can use to share our knowledge and get paid for it um, and not just a place where people are just trying to take money from other people for for just hope and dreams and just scams like uh, and then the that you know it's interesting because smart passive income started in October 08 mm -hmm. and it was really slow to start out with and I'll tell you in that first year I wanted to quit that site six different times and which is really interesting now because of just how big it's gotten since then. Um, but it was a slow journey. And when I think about the first site teaching people this architecture exam, you know, it was it was around for a year and a half before I started making money from it. So even though this story might sound like an overnight success, it is definitely not an overnight success. And it took Smart Passive Income about a year and a half until it finally started to gain some steam. 
Pat, and what you have built with Smart Passive Income is unbelievable. And, you know, I know that you are very... Uh, busy man, you are really uh, featured on, on podcasts, you do interviews, but I want to ask you about some of the of the challenges you, are, you have encountered or maybe some that you still have today, because in a moment we're going to talk about also your blogs, because uh, your podcasts, because you are also uh, the host of a series of, of different uh, podcasts. But before we talk about that, I, wanna, I wanted to ask you, and I'm sure some of the listeners might be wondering as well, what is Pat Flynn struggling with right now when it comes to uh, smart passive income and your online business? Mm, that's a fantastic question. You know, there has been struggle ever since day one. Mm -hmm. Even before I started writing that ebook, I was just, you know, we are always our own worst enemy. And the reason that most people don't succeed is because they don't believe that they can do certain things. This this resistance that comes into play. And I, I've learned over time that when this fear that happens when you're trying something new, when you're met with that fear, that's a sign that whatever it is that you fear is actually potentially worth doing. And every time I've sort of conquered that fear, there has been amazing things on the other end. For instance, that ebook I, that I published and sold. Mm -hmm. Then it was starting my podcast and actually sharing my voice. It was getting behind the camera on video, getting up on stage. All those things completely scared me to death. But once I started to do those things and actually get comfortable, uh, the amazing things have happened. And, and even though I say, you know, I, I get comfortable, you know, I still struggle with a lot of those things. I still get nervous before I get on stage, like to a point where I want to throw up sometimes just because I'm, I just get so scared of, of what people might think. And, you know, then I have to just step back a little bit and think, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And whenever I ask myself that question in an honest way, and I honestly think about the really truly thing that can be the worst thing that can happen, it's never as bad as we initially think. Mm -hmm. You know, again, our brains always try to play tricks on us. Um, but I struggle with a lot of things today. Uh, you know, I'm doing my biggest presentation that I've ever done actually at New Media Expo in Las Vegas. And that's in front of thousands of people. I've never spoken in front of more than, you know, 800 people. And this is thousands and thousands. And so I'm, I'm very nervous about this size crowd and how it's going to be taken and it's a brand new presentation so I'm scared about that I'm always looking to try and experiment with new things on smart passive income I think that's why it's been so successful is I just don't worry uh, about you know what's going to happen when I try new things and mm -hmm. if it fails that's fine if it fails awesome that's a great lesson for everybody um, but but I'm always worried about okay is this going to be um, is this going to actually be helpful or am I providing this information in an honest way? Um, you know, now that I've gotten so big, there's a lot of uh, haters out there. And that's something that I struggled with for a very long time. You know, it's funny, the, 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 the world that we live in, everybody, whether you're in business or not, you know, you can receive a thousand positive comments, but it's that one negative comment that just seems to just crush all the other positive comments. Yeah. It's just weird math. And uh, for the longest time, whenever anybody would say something negative about me, uh, which happens all the time now, um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's fine. Like, it's cool. You know, if, I feel like now if you don't get that kind of negative feedback, you're, you're not doing things bold enough. Mm -hmm. That uh, is that actually going to make a difference. So the fact that I have some people out there that just don't agree with my approach or uh, want me to fail, like, that's awesome. I love that. And that's amazing motivation for me to keep going and, and going bigger. But I remember when this first started happening, I started to get some uh, popularity out there. And, uh, you know, the, the trolls and the haters started to come come out of the bushes. I would just think about those negative comments for weeks and it would just stop me. 
in in my tracks. And I remember, I I mean, there was a few people I talked to because it was really bothering me. Um, that one of my good friends, Derek Halpern from SocialTriggers.com, mm-hmm. he told me, okay, there's people out there. That's that's fine. I get those too. But you know, every second you waste thinking about those negative comments and those people and trying to prove yourself and 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 responding and those types of things every second you waste with them is a second that you're taking away from the people who actually care about you who actually can benefit from what you have to offer yeah. and that was the big moment for me like wow you, you are right i'm actually <laughs> doing my audience a disservice by letting these trolls win and so now um, you know, I don't, I don't let it get to my head. You, you, you do have to grow a, a somewhat thick skin, especially in this very connected, very open online world. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and guys, I tell you what, if you're enjoying this conversation with Pat and if you're a Pat Flynn's fan, make sure to give Pat a shout out on Twitter at Pat Flynn. Let him know that you're listening to, to him here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast and give him some love because you really deserve it. And Pat, I want to ask you about your podcasts because I've written a post that is titled, Should You Be Podcasting? And I mentioned you as an example because I know that you started out with the Smart Passive Income blog mm-hmm. and after some time you launched the, the first po- podcast, so the Smart Passive Income podcast. And I remember you saying this over and over again, that when people approach you, for example, at conferences, they don't really mention the blog, but they mention more your podcast. And obviously now it's a top ranking business podcast in iTunes with well over 11 million downloads and counting. It has been featured and in the New York Times. So obviously it has, it has been growing. And now you're also uh, nominated for, for the podcast awards under the business category. And guys, if you're a Pat Flynn's fan, make sure to go to ivoteforpat.com where you can leave your vote for the Smart Passive Income at the Podcast Awards. So Pat, my question for you is this. You started with a blog and then you, you launched a podcast and recently you started SBI TV, which I love this video series where you take us behind the scenes of the Smart Passive Income. You share some of, some of your struggles. You give out some more tips. So the question I have for you is this. If you were to start Smart Passive Income now, do you, do you think you would start with the blog, podcast, video altogether, or you think you would maybe take the similar path and focus on your blog first and then the podcast and so forth? Well, first of all, thank you for mentioning uh, I vote for Pat. Dot com. This, uh, this no award is uh, something I'm really, really shooting for this year. I've been nominated twice before and haven't won. And we're up against some big, big brands. But I feel like uh, we, we could do it. So thank you again for that. For that. Um, if I were to start today, you know, I definitely would not recommend doing all three of those things at the same time. I think that's a big mistake, actually, because what happens is your energy becomes divided between all those things and not one of those things has the chance to really be as big as it can be. And that that. You know, I I feel like it's interesting because people see that I have all three of those parts of the brand. I have the blog for people who read, the podcast for people who listen, the videos for people who watch. And that's sort of what I've called my be everywhere strategy because people have come up to me being on all of these platforms before and just saying things like, Pat, you're everywhere. Everywhere I go, there you are. How do you do that? 
Well, it didn't happen right from the start. I started, like I said, with a blog, and that's what I put all my focus and attention to. That was in October 2008. Mm -hmm. In mid-2009, that's when I started my YouTube channel. And then July 2010, one year later, that's when I started my podcast. And if I were to do it all over again, that's exactly the way I would do it, although I might actually start primarily on a podcast platform first just because it's a lot less competition right now. And I love the idea of like what you said earlier, the fact that people can get really connected with you much faster through your voice. Mm -hmm. If you have a podcast, though, you still have to have a website for people to drive traffic to and to collect email addresses. And like you said earlier, you know, go to the show notes and make that helpful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would probably start with a podcast. But um, you know, either way, I would go one thing at a time. That's a big, big, big mistake that people make when they try to get into this is they see people who have been doing this for a while do everything and they want to do everything also. But if you go back in time, you'll see that it wasn't all put together at once. And so pick one, either based on where you feel or what you know your audience is going to sort of resonate with most first, mm -hmm. uh, whether a podcast or a blog or even video, whether, whether it's first. And also that and or a combination of what you feel you are most comfortable with. Because you don't want to struggle in the beginning too. Like if I, if, I, if I went back into time and I had to do a video series, I would just not get anything done because I was super scared of getting <laughs> on the camera and I would be like, no thanks. And I'd keep making excuses. But I was comfortable writing. So that's exactly what I did. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And then when I got into, into video, I started small. I actually started to do screen recordings where it wasn't my face on camera, but it was actually a recording of what was on my computer. And then I just talk over that. So kind of taking baby steps in smart ways. And there's a book out there by a guy or two people actually called Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. It's called The One Thing. Oh, yeah. And it's an amazing book that will just show you the consequences of what actually happens when you don't do one thing at a time. <laughs> And, and you mentioned uh, really to focus on the platform, you know, you feel more comfortable with and your audience uses. And talking about podcast, I have to mention your podcasting tutorial because I'm, I'm part of the Podcasters Paradise community of John Lee Dumas, which is a great resource. But I know that hundreds, if not even thousands of people who have started a podcast have have used your podcasting tutorial as a starting point. It's a free tutorial. And as I said before, guys, you find the links to the tutorial as well as all the other things Pat and I have been talking about in the show notes. All right, Pat, passive income. I know that it's it's something that people are really, uh, you know, fascinated by because I think that 99% of the people think that it's the, the classical image where you are just, you know, uh, sipping a cocktail on the beach and, and money is right. just coming in. So what do you think are the very first thing people should think about when planning to start a smart passive income system? Well, it, it is, you have to realize, you know, it's not just setting something up and forgetting about it forever and having money rolling. It's definitely not like that. It's about the idea of not having to necessarily trade your time one for one for money where when you stop working, the money stops coming in. That's the big difference. And you're so you're no longer trading time for money. You are investing time up front to create things, systems, automation, 
value for your audience, your target audience, and so that over time you can have systems that continually provide that value without you having have to have to be there in real time. For instance, every time I wake up in the morning, for example, you know, or, or when I'm sleeping, you know, people can still visit my website. They can still click on my affiliate links. They can still buy my products. They can still do whatever. I'm asleep, mm-hmm. but those things have been set up prior. And we live in a world today where it's it's much easier to set up those kinds of systems now. Uh, th- than ever, but the also the, the the other part of it is you just have to understand kind of like what we were mentioning er- earlier. It's it's just not something that could be set up overnight, and uh, to to really make this work in the long term, because there are ways to do this and make money in a short term way where you know there, there's a lot of different methods out. There's like a million different ways you can make money online, but if you really want a long term business, it's truly about you know building that audience and focusing on the value that you're providing them and really the pains that they have and the solutions that you could provide for them. And that takes a while. Like I said earlier, the architecture website took between a year and a year and a half before I monetized it. Uh, Smart Passive Income took about a year and a half before I finally started to see any sort of income from that. Uh, The uh, other sites that I have now in different spaces, I, I build a lot of sites publicly on Smart Passive Income just to kind of show people how it's done. A lot of those sites took over a year. So this is not something that can happen overnight. But at the same time, it's not something that um, is impossible mm-hmm. either. And as long as you take baby steps along the way and you continue to learn and continue to fail, and I say that because failure is a part of the process. I mean, this is we, we live in a world where we are brought up to think that failure is, is the worst thing possible. Like you fail, you're you're just a loser and you're done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they teach you in the school. It's like, okay, you didn't you didn't get a good grade on this exam. You just are dumb, right? Mm-hmm. But no, you just haven't learned that information yet. Is really the way to approach it, and that's how we have to take this stuff with online business. And so the 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 real formula is after you find that target market and you know what those uh, people have, um, you know, pains about and what you can do to provide those solutions, whether it be information or products or a combination thereof. Really, it's about taking action. You have to take action. Without, without taking action, nothing's going to happen. You can't just expect magic to happen and money to come in your account. You have to take action. And then you have to learn from your mistakes because you will make mistakes and be okay with the fact that you will make mistakes. And then just reiterate. Take action again based on off of what you learned and then learn from more mistakes and keep taking action. It's when you stop. It's when you meet, are met with those hurdles or that brick wall and you say, you know what, this is too hard then that's when you are truly a failure. Um, you know, it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. And that's just a big part of the process. Actually, this book that I'm writing, which is going to come out later next year uh, or later this year, hopefully, uh, <laughs> is all about these these struggles and, and these things that sort of stop people from starting their own businesses and how we can get over them and, and keep moving forward. Because you you everybody out there listening, you have something special that will change somebody else's lives. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of you making sure you do the work that it takes to make sure it gets into the minds of other people. And that's not something that can happen easily or overnight. Man, Pat, I'm having so much fun talking to you. You're sharing so many great tips here with us, so much food for thoughts. And before we continue with this awesome conversation, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. For you, my dear listeners of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Go to audibletrial.com slash 360entrepreneur and choose from a selection of well over 150,000 titles that includes popular classics like The Hobbit and lifestyle and business books from authors like Vera Gennerchak, Chris Gillabo and Tim Ferriss. 
Once again, go to audibletrial.com slash 360 entrepreneur. Pat, I love you know that you really emphasize the importance of really putting in the work because sure, like you just told us, you may be making money while you sleep, but it's because you have put the system in place and you're putting the hard work at the very beginning with you know with your blog, with the podcasts, with webinars and all the other things you do. And I want to to go kind of more into the specifics and dissect your business for a moment from from the point of view of passive income generators. Because if we look at your uh, smart passive income, you have, obviously you have uh, the blog, you have affiliate marketing, you have recently, or in the last few months, you have started a sponsorship on your podcast, you have your book, Let Go, you have uh, a series of passive income generators. And what I wanted to ask you if, is, uh, obviously, sorry, I forgot to mention the smart podcast player, this great plugin that you have created for podcasters. And it is really, you know, I think that two out of three websites I visit today that are have podcasts <laughs> have the smart uh, podcast player, which is great. Pat. Awesome. So congrats also on that. And thank you for doing thank that you. for for all the podcasting community. And what I wanted to ask you is this, you have been, uh, you, you have written books, you have done some affiliate marketing, you have uh, sold or you're selling a software. So do you have some recommendations for, for the listeners in terms of what types of passive income generators you think can work pretty well? Yeah, I mean, they, they all work well for different reasons and in different scenarios. It's hard because, you know, if you approach a business like I'm going to build software <laughs> or I'm going to write a, I'm, I'm going to create an information product, you're approaching it in the wrong way. You have to approach it from, okay, here's the type, here's who I'm helping. Mm-hmm. How can I best help them? That's where you start. And maybe it is a software. Maybe it is, a, you know, an application. Maybe it is uh, a book or information. Or maybe it is just simply, you know, um, uh, you know, putting together other people's products in a space where they can easily have access to them. You know, things like that. It, it's it's hard to start with the product. You have to start with the problem and find the best solutions for them. So so that's the real approach to it. But I mean, there are benefits and pros and cons to each of them. And uh, you know, the, the from software is great because it is something that it can easily easily be distributed through just downloads. Mm-hmm. And um, it is something I, I I like the software industry and with the smart podcast player. I like that because when people download it, you know, they make a purchase, they download it they can use it right away and they're already getting value for what they paid for as opposed to information which can be a little bit dip, more difficult to have the same effect because people still have they have to earn your trust um, you know it's not about what the software can do but it's about the trust that they have with you to teach them something and then they have to absorb that content and consume it then they have to put it into action and even then the results will vary so it's much more difficult to get to that point where people are still um, you know going to use it but you know if you built that trust with that audience then you've you've definitely uh, are going to, to make an impact on them and, and there's going to be a win-win situation there. Um, books are fantastic. Books have a lot of authority that come with them. If you publish a book and even now if you publish an ebook on Amazon, it comes with a lot of authority. So if you even if you're starting a new site and you're wondering, okay, what can I do to make money or build my authority in my space? You know, a book is a great idea because mm-hmm. it, it shows that you just have some expert level knowledge about whatever topic you're talking about. And if it's on Amazon, it just shows, I mean, if you go to two websites and they're exactly the same, but one person has published a book and one person has not, who are you going to trust more? Probably the person who has published the book, right? So you, it's a really, you know, relatively 
quick way to, to, to start to just actually dive into this and, um, you know, quickly help you stand out from everybody else who's talking about the same thing. And, you know, of course, when you read a book, you become immersed in who that person is and how they can help you. And then you can get more involved. And then, you know, if you have a podcast to go along with it, you know, they just begin to uh, get that relationship going with you. Um, I do want to point out a very important article that everybody should read. It's kind of required reading for online business. And it's, it's just an article or a blog post. And it's called 1,000 True Fans. Mm-hmm. This is by a guy named Kevin Kelly. And this was an article that was written mostly for artists and musicians and those types of you know, entrepreneurs. But, but this is definitely uh, pertinent to everybody else too who's starting their own business. And the, the premise of this article is you know, if you just simply had 1,000 people in this world of, I don't know, 7 billion people now, 1,000 true fans, people who would be considered just – you know, in love with what you do, whatever it is that you do, and they would be willing to pay you a hundred dollars a year, just a hundred dollars a year, just a thousand people who love what you do, whatever it is. That's already six figure income right there. Mm-hmm. Just a thousand, and that isn't that very many people. And so the idea is, okay, maybe you don't need a product that serves the entire world. You don't need to create <laughs> the next, you know, Tesla electronic car. You just need to change somebody's world and. Chances are there's you know going to be a, a thousand or two other people just like them who you will become the ultimate resource for. Who when a problem arises, your name will pop up in a conversation. You know that's the kind of person that you want to be, and that's how I've become sort of uh, who I am in the space of uh, you know passive income. And that's who I was in the space in architecture. You know mm-hmm. very small niches, but very very big in those small spaces. And so that's that's the approach you want to take as well. So it's okay to niche down. It's okay if you have a small audience as long as you can be the one that provides the most value to them. And and Pat, you know, by listening to you, one really understands how the emphasis of an online business and an online business that, you know, it revolves around passive income should be on the audience. And I know that it's something you have also talked about at some of the conferences you have been featured as a, as a keynote speaker. And you also recently talked about that creating gigs for your audience aspect of you know mm. building and growing a community you talked about that in one of the latest episodes of uh, SPI TV and I wanted to ask you if you have some recommendations or some tips for the listeners in terms of how to start build their audience and how to grow their audience in case they already have an audience yeah i mean the first thing uh that you should be focusing on is your email list. Your email list is a huge tool for community building. Because when you think about it, email is a very personal way to contact people still. And that's a great way to drive traffic back to your blog or your podcast episodes. And when you do that, you know, if you do it right on those blog posts or podcast episodes, you have the ability for people to share those with their followers and fans and friends. And when they do that, you're going to get new people to your site and it's going to grow your email list. And when you send the next email out, it's going to be even more people who are going to be there to share your stuff. And it kind of just keeps growing and growing and growing from there. So that's one sort of method using sort of the very traditional online marketing tool called an email list uh, or an email service provider to, to do that for you. And you should absolutely be using your email list. That's one thing that I made a mistake with early on was not utilizing my email list. Now, another thing is to be personable. I think the reason why a lot of people connect with me is because I am not afraid to share little bits and pieces of who I am and my life with everybody. And, you know, we live in a world where, um, you know, a lot of us try to try to become as professional as possible and look as as like clean and professional and like a like a corporate business as possible. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're kind of moving toward the the idea of you know you just want to be as human 
as possible. And and big brands want to be more human. And that is where we have an advantage of just being solopreneurs or, you know, just, just one man crews is we are who we are and we should absolutely be using that to our advantage because people connect with people. That's just, that's just really what it is. And, you know, even though I share these fun little facts about me and my life that, you know, on the surface don't really have anything to do with my business, like, the fact that I'm a marching band nerd or that I'm afraid of spiders <laughs> or I'm half Filipino or, um, you know, Back to the Future is my favorite movie. When I share those things every once in a while, you know, those become, oh, that's that's something Pat likes or that's 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 Pat. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many people I've connected with instantly because of those small things. I mean, everybody who's a Back to the Future fan connects with me instantly. And that's sort of <laughs> what I've become known for now, which is really cool. Anybody who's Filipino who listens to my show, whenever we see each other, you know, we have an instant connection because they know I'm half Filipino also. You know, those types of things. It's like whenever you have a conversation with somebody for the first time, you know, you're meeting somebody for the first time. What is that conversation like? It's very surface level, right? Like, you know, where are you from? You know, what do you do? And, you know, what's your blog? You know, all those sorts of things. But then one of you will mention something that the other person mentioned also. And then it's like, boom, you're instant best friends and you have that thing to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just like even you mentioned at the beginning how, you know, I'm a runner and that I'm a parent. Like the people in the audience listening right now who are runners or who are parents probably had an instant connection with me. And so not being afraid to be yourself is, is the big lesson there in terms of connecting with a community and growing that community. And then the final thing I want to say in terms of that is offer – uh, small quick wins for your audience as well. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we always try to make our audience or have our audience do these big, incredible just goals. And and that's great. We want to have our audience do and, and achieve amazing things. But oftentimes those become overwhelming. Those become hard or challenging or they take too long. So you should, as much as you can, have your audience be involved with following your direction to have some quick wins, meaning they can do something within five or 10 minutes and see a result from it. And when they get those small things, no matter how small they are, it begins to create a habit mm-hmm. in their head about you and the kind of reward that they can get from you. There's this book called The um, Power of Habit. Oh, yeah. The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And it, there's a whole chapter in there about the power of these small little quick wins and quick rewards. So so do that as much as you can. And you know, a good example I'd like to use uh, on this principle is uh, the game Angry Birds. The, the very first level, like a lot of you probably don't remember what the first level is, but you have on the left-hand side, you know, red birds three of them and then on the right hand side again this is level one there's a bad piggy one of the green pigs at the (laughs) top of this wooden tower so if you hit this tower anywhere you are going to win but what happens when you win you you hear these amazing sounds and you get these points you get three stars and you're hooked right because it's just so fun and you know they could have made that first level really 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 challenging i mean but they made it really easy so that you can get addicted to this game and then they get into the chart more challenging ones in that, uh, ahead. So you want to do the same thing with your own brand too. So in your posts and your podcast episodes, like give calls to actions, but give calls to actions that will lead to quick results too. Awesome. Pat, you are really dropping so many value bombs. And to wrap up this episode, I want to talk for a moment about one day business breakthrough. You you launched the new podcast that you co-host with your good friend, Chris Ducker. Mm-hmm. And on April 24th, you're going to have the one day business breakthrough uh, event there in downtown San Diego. And guys, you can find more information about the event and the podcast at onedaybb.com. And, and Pat, first of all, are you excited about it? And second of all, can you tell the listeners what they can expect from one day business breakthrough? 
Yeah, um, I, this is like one of the most exciting things that that has been happening in a long time. I mean, I, I do a lot of exciting things, but this has been something that Chris and I have been planning for such a long time. We used to do these events kind of in a smaller fashion, very, very closed group of 20 people in downtown. Uh, and those were some of the most fulfilling days of my life because the people in there, we get, we give everybody 15 minutes to get in the hot seat and we, we, we have them present their biggest problem. Then the entire room that's there gets to mastermind and help that person out. And just so many big breakthroughs, so many people have become just amazing uh, alums uh, from the one day business breakthrough events. And this one that we're doing on April 24th is much bigger. So we're going to have about 40 or 50 people in the room with us. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at a much bigger venue. It's going to be fully catered. And, you know, the, the live event is going to be really cool. But it's also going to be streamed, which is something we haven't done before. And we're, we're putting a lot of money into to see how many uh, people would be interested in getting to watch live. And, and we're going to have three cameras, a switchboard. And it's it, I mean, this is a full on production. Like think of the Oprah show for <laughs> Internet marketers. Like th- this is going to be a full on production. And for people watching live, it's not just like a show. You're going to be able to participate and chat and actually interact with people who are live there as well. So it's, it's going to be a big event. You're going to learn a lot from watching all these other businesses get broken down and built back up. Uh, and again, that, that link to that live event specifically is onedaybb.com slash live. So thank you, Jan, for letting me share that. Pat, you're so welcome. And, you know, I, I really want to, first of all, thank you so much for being here with us. And I want to mention the Smart Passive Income Facebook group because it's, you know, you, you are doing so many great things. As I said, you have the blog, you have the, the podcasts, you also have the podcast Ask Pat, your daily podcast where, guys, you can go to askpat.com. You can record your question, submit it to Pat. And obviously he, he gets thousands of questions, but you may get your, the answer to your question and hear yourself live on a web, uh, on a podcast, which is great. But Pat, I want to, to mention your Facebook group because I'm part of it and it's really active. And I just want you to tell us something more about that. So why people should join it? Well, if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash community, you can uh, request to join the group and I'll approve you. It's just an amazing group of uh, other entrepreneurs from all different levels and all different parts of the world in all different niches who are all there to help each other out. I mean, some of the questions that people ask are fantastic, but even more important, the the answers from everybody else. And, you know, I'm not completely active in there. I go in there every day just to see what the conversation is like. And I start conversations every once in a while. But man, it's just taken off on its own. And, and the people in there are amazing. They are truly what makes Smart Passive Income what it is. And, and that's the big lesson there is, you know, your brand is nothing without your audience. And so there's a great place there at smartpassiveincome.com slash community for the audience to hang out and talk and share ideas is and, and, and motivate each other too. So guys, smartpassiveincome.com slash community. We mentioned one day business breakthrough on April 24th in San Diego. On August 2nd, Pat is going to be at the Podcast Movement Conference in Fort Worth, Texas. He's going to be the opening keynote speaker. And if you want to hear more from Pat, make sure to go to the smartpassiveincome.com Check out the the podcast. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes, a rating and reviews there on iTunes on Stitcher. And again, make sure to leave your vote for the Smart Passive Income podcast at the Podcast Awards under the business category. Pat, thank you so very much for being here with us today, for telling us more about all the great things you do and for sharing some tips on how to build a passive income system the smart way. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody, we are back. Pat, 
Thank you so much for being with us today and thank you for everything you do. You're a real inspiration. And guys, in the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 14, you find the link to Pat's book, ebook the smart ways you find it there in the show notes is a great guide that is really going to help you create and sell your ebook and if you're interested in self-publishing in book marketing we're gonna talk more about that in a couple of episodes we have a series of episodes i think it's three or four episodes that are specifically about self-publishing book marketing Amazon, Kindle success, and so much more. So stick around, come back in a couple of days and there's going to be more episodes that are specifically about self-publishing. But as a good starting point, or I should say great starting point, make sure to go to the show notes again at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 14 and get your copy of Pat Flynn's ebook, The Smart Way. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to make a quick note about Pat's nomination for the podcast award. By now the deadline for nominating podcasts has passed, but you can still support Pat. I'm Yanni Lunga here and you've listened to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time off your day for being with Pat and I in this episode and I'll be back with you in a couple of days. Take care. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.